Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey everybody, it's James Vagley here. Welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. It's episode 148 and we're approaching the 150. That means we've almost been doing this three years, Ash. No way. How are you three years in, by the way? Oh, three years older, but you know, um, I love it. Like, I was talking, we were talking about this um, recently before an episode is, you know, the enthusiasm and, and, and fun we have with this podcast uh, never dulls, never gets, never get tired of it every single time. Uh, and I hope listeners pick that up, right? The, you know, the passion and enthusiasm that we have for what we do <laughs> comes through in, in, in these podcasts. So episode 148. It, uh, you know, I think I'll feel the same at episode, you know, 348. You know, we love it, right? Let's, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Well, listeners, how are you doing at episode 148? Maybe you're coming in at 148. Maybe you've been with us since one. Uh, there's obviously a fair catalogue of episodes we've done. Go back and check some of them out. Uh, they're all there. There's some gold, tons of gold in there. But today is Batman and Robin. The secret of the dynamic duo. Now, I'll put, I don't know, I'll put this question to you, Ash. We've probably talked about it in a random episode. Listeners, think about it. Who's your favourite superhero? Are you a Batman superhero fan? Listeners, uh, I like Batman. Batman's probably one of my favourite. I reckon Batman is my favourite superhero, Ash. Uh, I can tell you why in a moment. But uh, who would be your favourite superhero? I'm, I'm a Superman kind of guy um, because he didn't have an offside. I thought, you know just one man against the forces of evil. And I sort of grew up in that era where, um, you know, the Superman movies in the seventies. And so that was sort of, uh, you know, and his powers, like he's got powers. Batman doesn't have powers, James. <laughs> Who doesn't <laughs> he's just a weird, He's just a guy in a weird suit. Let's be honest. Well, that's it. And that's maybe why I like Batman because Fair he's, he's the only superhero who's actually not. He's a regular person that uh, just happens to have a bunch of money so he can afford, like, you know, to dress up in crazy stuff. So maybe that's why I like Batman. Listeners, that's a bit of a tangent. Why are we even talking about Batman and Robin? What's this got to do with business? Well, we're talking about dynamic duos today. And we've worked with hundreds of brokers over the last 15 years. And, well, that's 15 years just of coaching brokers. You know, Ash, we've been in the industry a lot longer than that. And some of the biggest and fastest success stories we've seen have been when there's been a Batman and Robin, that dynamic duo. Uh, We've definitely helped, well, dozens and dozens and dozens of uh, solo business owners that have built a very successful business. Uh, But one thing we have seen time and time again is the dynamic duo and how that can accelerate and speed up success exponentially. There's a way to do it right. There's a way to do it wrong. And I thought we could unpack that in this episode, Ash. So um, I'll throw it to you. Where would you like to start? Yeah, it's a, look, it's a, it's a great topic. And I think it's one that's faced 
by pretty much every broker at some point, um, whether you've already got a partner or you're thinking about a partner or you're thinking about your strengths and weaknesses. And you're right to you're right to reference that a very common error of judgment I've made it back in the past too is, is bringing someone in to help you, right? Yep. That's the basic. I'm busy. I need help. I want to share the journey. So you sort of bring in a partner, but you, they end up just being like you. Like, and those things don't generally end well, right? Even though you might get the help you need. So I think that the learning and the direction I'd like to go with this is really to identify, you know, why would you want effectively a 2IC? What would their role be? And what do they bring that you don't want to do? Now, I might I'll repeat that. What do they bring that you don't want to do? So perhaps you've got to go back even a step is, well, what is it that I know I have to do, but I don't like or want to do, right? Yeah. That might be the starting point. So then you might go, okay, well, I love speaking to customers. I love helping people. I love solving their problems. And, you know, that's that, That's what I love doing. And at the back of that, I make a good living. But I don't like, you know, I understand all of the stuff downstream, but I don't like doing it. I don't like implementing that stuff. So probably for most of our listeners, James, I'm thinking with, with some exceptions, because some people are very process driven as well as being good brokers, but most are really good brokers, but not necessarily good implementers. So that where I've seen it work the best is when the second person, whether they're a business partner or a um, you know a, a salaried staff member or a life partner as well, is where they take the role of implementer. Right, yep. that's that's the key that I've noticed over you know nearly thirty years of toing and froing in my own broker journey, plus helping lots of other brokers. Is that's probably the most common area where partnerships can either flourish or fail. Yeah. And that's a good question for everybody listening. Like, have a think to yourself, listeners. Like, do you think, if you're really honest with yourself, drop of the hat, do you love the business stuff or do you love the broking stuff? And I mean, I'll put myself forward, Ash. Uh, I was actually on the business side. Um, You know, when I was a mortgage broker, I loved seeing customers and helping customers and doing the work. But ultimately, if you really put me in a pinch and ask me, would you rather be behind the scenes building the business, doing all that, or out the front seeing customers? I probably would have said I'd rather be building the business. Uh, but I was a great broker. So I think sometimes that could be difficult for a broker to really understand where not just their skills are, but what they'd love to do. What were you? Were you – yeah, you're a front man. You, surely you were at the front. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just love solving problems. Right? You know, I do it all day, every day, forever. Yep. Right? Solving people's problems and helping people. Um, I love the business stuff too, but I love the helping people more, yeah. right? Being out the front. So I was always looking for somebody that could come in and help around implementation, right? Yeah. Like help, help, help bring my ideas to life. And that really is code for implementing them. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So in the back in the days, we would have been the, the Batman and Robin in a way, like you out the front, I'd be behind the scenes. And I think that's yeah. the, the learning in a way for, for everyone listening is, well, number one, you mentioned it, Ash. You have to understand what you're good at and what you really want to do all day, every day. And then I did this diagram on my notepad as you were talking, Ash, because I think a lot of our listeners and brokers appreciate the concept of the dynamic duo. I'll get my wife, I'll get my husband, my partner to come and support the business. Uh, Maybe I'll team up with another broker. 
I'll, I'll get someone in. And what the mistake they usually make is let's try and visualize this. Uh, listeners, if you're watching the video of this, you'll get it. Otherwise, picture this in your mind. Like most of most dynamic duos in the industry are vertically integrated, i.e. I'm a broker and I'm going to get that dynamic duo, my husband, my partner, my wife, another someone to come and support me in the delivery space. So they come in and they support with loan process. They do some para, they do some this or that. That's the big mistake is vertically making that dynamic duo. The, the dynamic duo actually has to be horizontal, i.e. you're not in the same uh, department within the business. The dynamic duo has to be on the opposite side to the business that you're not. For example, if you're a great broker and you're great at solving problems and seeing people, that's delivery, that's broking. Okay, who's running the business? Who's building the systems? Who's you know, building out the back end, the tech, the team, who's running all that. That's got to be your dynamic duo. Don't bring your husband or your wife or your partner or your, the kids. Or, don't bring them in on delivery. The dynamic duo works and turbocharges the bejesus out of a business Yeah, when you get someone to install and build the business. And we've got real examples, like dozens of people we've worked with, Ash, we can probably even reference some of them, not by their real names, that have done this incredibly well. Every single time, it's the trigger to turbocharging their business. I know it was for me too. And the, you know, sort of the trial and error that I went through was to understand where to allocate your time and the attention. And, and I know that when it really clicked for me is when I got Robin in to my business, she was a she. And is it really? Not, is it really? We're talking Batman and Robin. Are you for real? It was really a Batman Robin. and a female Robin. She, like so, th this was a lady who was she. If I can say, and I'm not going to mention her name, she didn't like people. Let me put it like that. Right? She she wasn't a people person. You know, you put her on the phone to somebody, she'll she'll just probably tick them off. Right? D don't let her talk to people unless she has to. However, what she loved doing and what she was amazing at doing was implementing, getting things done, systemizing things, organizing things, watching things. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And that was the that was the the hire that made all the difference for me to allow me to go out and flourish what I love doing. Um, but more importantly, she loved doing what she was doing. Right. So that was the key thing for me. And I just want to reference what you said. And I made the mistake. I hired my wife into my business, lasted three weeks, right? Because I put her into the delivery space. The mistake that you mentioned didn't work out well, right? Three weeks. No, I'm not working here. This is, I hate this. <laughs> you know, don't hire a 2IC to work on the production line. That's a staff member, right? The real Robin role is for someone to have their head under the hood of the uh, of the car. If you like driving, which I do, mm. right, I, I know how the engine works and I'm happy to poke around and have a look at it, but I don't want my head in that engine playing with bolts and nuts and gaskets. No way, right? But a mechanic, they'll, they'll do that night and day because yeah. they love it. Is that, right? And that's the secret of the dynamic duo is don't cross paths. Okay, you can strategize together, but stay in your lane and give them control and autonomy to really take charge of the business side and you stay good at what you're doing and don't meddle. That's a key learning. And look, the reason this works so well, listeners, if we think about it, is it comes down to the number of hours in the day, right? 
If you're a one-person operation, okay, maybe you've already got some assistance on loan process, admin, think that's fine. But in terms of building a business, you're the one seeing clients and writing loans. And if you're not doing those things, well, you're not bringing in deals, so you're not making money. But if you take that time to build the business, so it's like a, it's a seesaw balance. I'm the key loan writer, and you're asking me to take time away from seeing customers and developing to actually working on the business. So that's why the dynamic duo is so uh, valuable because with the dynamic duo, you've got 100% focus on both sides simultaneously. You're not having to make that trade-off of, okay, so if I'm going to dedicate 10 hours a week to working on my business, that's now meaning I'm going to be able to see less clients and write less loans. So that's the trade-off a broker has to make when they want to build a business is they go, right, I want to build a real business. I need to spend time over in that business column. So that's going to reduce my capacity. And that's going to probably open a conversation can of worms, Ash, because most brokers are never prepared to do that, to Mm. say no to clients, to reducing capacity to build the business. But we're not going down that road today. We just focused, I just mentioned it because that's why the dynamic duo, the two I see, the partner who can get things done while you are out there seeing clients and making money. That's the magic. And they've got to love doing it. It can't be forced, right? It can't be forced. And I'd even add maybe is a sort of, I don't know whether this is a summary or not, but with that Robin role where let's call them a business implementation specialist, right? So they implement stuff, right? But you've got to know what you're implementing and why you're implementing it. So in order for this to really work well, of course, you've got to go through the process of understanding where you're at strategically, you know, what's your workflow look like? And all of these things need to be looked at, right? So that's part of the equation, not necessarily the subject of this discussion, but so that's part of, if you you might even have a Robin in your business right now, but it's not working out because you're not really sure what it is you're implementing. You're just getting help, right? Mm, that's true. Right. So, there, 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 you know, sometimes you can have the right person, but if you haven't got the role properly figured out, that person can fall out of your business because you haven't really got them in working on, like there's a difference between implementation and what I would call innovation, right? So innovation is more of an entrepreneurial process and they can be involved in that, but this Robin role is really about, well, here's where we are, we are here's where we want to get to, and here's what I need done, and then they go and do it. Yes, they're involved in the discussion and, and adding value, but the, the key role is to liberate you to go and feed the machine while they tweak and optimize the machine yep. and build it, obviously. Exactly, yeah. And it creates ridiculously good results. So yep. uh, it, it may or may not be for everybody, uh, but, you know, the first step here, who are you? Are you Batman or are you Robin? Uh, you know, if you're on the business side and you put your hand up and say, look, that's actually my strengths, great, go partner with another broker. There's about 15,000 of those that would love to come and probably join you and build a real business together. If you love being a broker, there are options. Find your Robin, like where's your business person? Maybe it's your partner or spouse. Maybe it's you know someone else you know in your network. Maybe they're another broker. But if they're honest with themselves, maybe they're actually a business or a process person. You know, can you find someone to be the dynamic duo for you? That yin to your yang. Because when if you do find it, it will, you know, they talk about the two heads being better than one. It's like 
two heads equals three heads uh, in terms of getting stuff done. So uh, while it's not for everybody, it's a really, really exciting strategy if you get it right. And I guess let's put a quick disclaimer on this, Ash. Like with anything we say in these episodes, um, and particularly something like this, you would definitely want to get the right, um, not just legal advice and accounting advice, but just business advice from people like us as to is this the right move for you? So we would definitely want to be having that strategic discussion with you to make sure that you make the right moves in this path because you mentioned it a while ago, Ash, in that a lot of these do fall apart and they fall apart because there's a mismatch or they're not set up from day one. Um, Or the husband or wife that helps out in the business usually falls apart and it did for you after a few weeks because it wasn't maybe set up in the right way and we want to try and avoid that, right? So it's a great strategy when you get it right. Yeah, that's the key takeaway, you know, is, and that, that for me almost is just to sort of zero in on the, this discussion as a, as a bit of a sign off for everyone, James, is if you're going to have any form of partnership, not even the right word, as a right-hand person, right, that needs to be a Robin and Batman. It can't be a Batman and Batman, right? <laughs> I see it happen all the time. Batman and Batman doesn't work. Very rarely works. Yeah. So the, the, that's the key is Robin must be Robin, not another Batman. I think that's the best place to end it. That is so. I can't believe it took us to the very end of the episode to state the obvious in that you can't have Batman and Batman yet. We see a lot of Batmans and Batmans. And isn't there like a movie or a show, Ash, where like someone's Batman or a superhero and, and it's like a party and everybody that shows up is another Batman. Like everybody shows up as Batman. Like, yeah. I think I've just generated the uh, screenplay for the next Batman version eight, Batman versus Batman. Yeah. Batman versus Batman. Love it. Let's uh, before we go way off topic, let's leave it there because it is a seriously good strategic move. If you get it right, uh, listeners ponder this at the very least, understand where your strengths are and where you want to go and then start to allocate your time accordingly uh, because this is all focused around getting you what you want and enabling you to do more of stuff that you love. So it's kind of important that you understand what you like and what you're great at. So hopefully this has triggered some thoughts and bubbles in your brain. Uh, Have a fantastic week, listeners. And Ash, you do the same. Can't wait till next week. Fun discussion with a serious message. Loved it. See you next week, James. All right. Bye, team. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember... Life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big, and go big with Broker Ideas Group.